Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 66 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church. As always, with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hello, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? It's going. It's going. I will yeah, say that. Yes. It's going. The, I, w- I woke up this morning. The Lord woke me up. The sun had risen. I'm I'm rolling with that. Yeah. Okay. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm doing a lot better. <laughs> I sound better than I did last week, and yeah. you look better than yeah. you looked last yeah. week. <laughs> I think I've finally gotten like the color back in my yeah. in my face. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like I even, I know people are um, uh, helpful when they say this, but <laughs> it's never like when they say you look you like look. you like you don't feel good. And I'm like thanks. thanks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the equivalent of um, when like as a woman, like when you do something different with your hair, or you know, I don't wear a lot of makeup hardly at all, but I wear a little bit on Sundays. Like, but it's like you do something a little bit different. People are like, oh my goodness, you look so great, and you're like, okay, so then that means I look horrible. Yeah, all I'm, the other times. I'm always torn of when to give a compliment and when <laughs> just, not to. Just, just smile and say hello. Yeah, well, not. <laughs> I'm talking about for Kara specifically. Oh, okay, then yeah, you know, because okay. you don't, you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I don't ever want to do that. Uh-huh. So I don't want to. Like if I compliment her hair, I don't want her to think I don't like her hair any other any- time. <laughs> or I like that outfit on and you. She will call you out on yeah, that. Yes, yeah, she will. <laughs> so it's it's not that I don't want to give compliments. I'm just terrified of my wife. <laughs> I don't want to make her mad at me. I'm terrified of my wife. Can we name that? This should be the episode of, yeah. Josh says, I'm terrified of my wife, episode 66. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, but she's, I mean, she wouldn't do that. But you know what I mean. Like, I don't yeah. I don't want to inadvertently hurt her feelings by of something I said. Of course And even though I, I am over communications, mm-hmm. I am famous for the way I deliver communication, mm, especially yeah. verbally. <laughs> That's really, yeah, uh-huh, I get it, I get it. So, Well, speaking of communications, we have a, a, I think, a fairly exciting communication to share with our listeners if they don't already know, and that is that we have had our disaffiliation vote, Woo-hoo! and um, it has passed, yep. and our congregation has said yes, yes, yes. And so we are moving forward and just, in the process of yeah, disaffiliation. That's what I was about so. to say. And so I just want We're going to go into that. Okay, yeah. so we're going to go into like Yeah. It's not done. No. There's still But it stuff is a w- fantastic first step. We've been working on it for months and that's the first <laughs> step. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, and then there's people going, "We've been working on it for years." So, um yeah, so we you know, just to in case there's someone listening that doesn't know, so a, a pretty historic moment happened last night. Um, we had our congregational vote to disaffiliate from the South Georgia Conference of the United Methodist Church, and um, like we said, it was held and it was, it passed. Um, definitely a sigh of relief. Um, not that we were worried, just just to have that portion of of one of the steps, you know, behind mm-hmm. us, yeah. I think is just really good. Um, and just, you know, the work, the time, the energy that was devoted 
um, to just that up to that point. It, it was very, it was intense and, um, it didn't come without, you know, some, some introspection and, and, you know, conversations and, and, and things like that. And that's okay. I, that, that is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I am glad for that part of the process, um, to be, to be over. Yes. So, and, yeah. And we can move on to back to like, not back to ministry, but we've got, <laughs> we've gotten this, we've gotten this major portion of business stuff that we need to take care of done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, and I totally hear what you're saying, and I can think that way too. I have tried to keep a ministry focus in the process of mm-hmm. it because if not, it it just becomes about facts and information and um, for me, know. for me, it's real easy to get into the yeah. mindset of getting facts yeah. out. Yeah, in in my social sure. and my communication, as yeah. opposed to. Working uh, on messages and and, minis- and and working on ministry posts mm-hmm. and stuff like that because there's so much stuff that has to get out in yeah. a certain amount of time. Very so true. for me, it's really easy to get stuck in the business aspect of what we were having. Yes, what, we what do having. I need to put out there? What, at what has time? to happen? Yeah, yeah. And I think again, like on and in my end, going okay, we want to. I want to deliver a message, you know, in my uh, this Sunday or you know in in the last couple weeks that is of spiritual, you know, nourishment to people, but at the same time also communicate this important message, which I think is part of the, you know, teaching and and spiritual nourishment that we give. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a little more uh, pointed, I guess, towards uh, topics. But so, um, like we said, um, one step in this process is um, uh, behind us and, you know, I'm just thankful, Josh, because, and I think our friends at Park Avenue had, I know, in speaking to um, some over there, um, is that to know that the congregation was so um, uh, behind the decision mm-hmm. that, that there wasn't, um, you know, like major, uh I don't know the word I'm looking of, but just like dissension, I guess, if you will. Yeah. Um, that that the congregation in large, large, large part was like, yes, this is the direction that we are going. Mm-hmm. And I have ministry colleague friends, uh, even in South Georgia, who they're, they don't have a plan. There's not a plan for them to have a vote coming up for the simple fact that they know that that vote in and of itself would be harm like it would cause a lot of division in their local church mm-hmm. because it wouldn't be so majorly you know so leaning one way or the other yeah. it would be 50 50 it would be you know 55 45 and and they don't want to have to have that vote mm-hmm. and bring that and i'm so in that regard i'm really thankful that yeah. we were able to go through this step and it be one of you know such large proportion of um, people saying yes, mm-hmm. you know, very, very glad for that. And you know, for for me, voting mm-hmm. yes to disaffiliate for me was really an opportunity for me to to actually physically and mm. verbally uh, announce. You know, I stand behind what I what I believe. I believe in yeah. Jesus raising from the dead. I believe in the virgin birth. I believe mm. in the inerrancy of the Bible. And marking that yes, yes, just you know. We don't, because we're in the Southeast United States, we don't have a lot of opportunities to get to get stressed or, or stretched 
to defend our faith. Mm, yeah, and I good re- point. and I really felt like that was one that if I actually got to defend what I believe by checking yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, last night. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's one of those things where you know, I mentioned Sunday in the message that I don't I don't even get a vote because I'm not a member of the Porch Community Church, I'm not a ministry partner. So um, after we finish all the dis- <laughs> after we finish the disaffiliation process, uh-huh. and I guess it I guess it lands on however how we, we align, however we align, and uh-huh. and what we it would align depend. With. If if it's if it if if it's allowed, we're gonna have we're you're gonna join the church, right? <laughs> Sure, if I'm able to, yeah. How fun will that be? <laughs> I'll welcome myself in. Yeah, so, well, we'll Shannon, figure that out. Shannon, will you support the? <laughs> we'll figure out how we'll do that, but yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot in store to figure out. But no, so technically, I mean, and yes, I am a, I am a member of the South Georgia Conference mm-hmm. as as clergy, mm-hmm. and appointed here to the Porch Community Church, and so. Um, Therefore, I don't have membership now. Now, Drew is a ministry partner, and here. the vote last night doesn't affect that at all. Affect uh, you being the pastor here, even though you do work for the South Georgia Conference, right? Because we and yeah, let's go ahead and get into that. Yeah, because so, I think we're kind of we keep kind of referring to it. Yeah. So yeah, um, the process to be completely disaffiliated is not over. We have done our part as the congregation. You have done your part as the congregation um, to actually officially begin the process we you know the ministry board um back in early february said we want to bring this to the congregation for a vote we had some definitely some a lot of informational meetings we had an informal meeting with our district superintendent um then we set a date which was you know last night uh, Mm -hmm. to have the vote and then um the first step was the congregation to vote yes. So now the next steps are um, these next few parts to, that need to be completed need to happen. Bet- they'll happen between now and June, but the ball is definitely rolling mm-hmm. on this. So it's not. So what's going to happen between now and June? Um, our ministry board, along with our attorney, uh, will be working with conference officials, South Georgia conference officials, to start to look at a lot of our paper, you know, our deed, um, um, are looking at our, uh, it, what debts do we owe if, if any, you know, mm-hmm. looking at all these things and getting all of that in order. Right. Um, making sure we haven't taken out some massive loan on something, you know, whatever, we're getting all that, um, in order and, um, you know, making it available to be seen and looked at by the conference trustees. And then, and then at the same time, while that's happening, we're also beginning our process of looking at our incorporation and making sure that it's it's Correct. good, yeah. which mm-hmm. we which we already have, and those kinds of things. But um, June June sixth, so I th- that's I think that's a Tuesday or Monday. I think it's a Monday. Um, is annual conference? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it's June fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. I think um, at annual conference the. The disaffiliation agreement that now the, our congregation has said yes, we want to yes. enter into. It's got to be ratified at the annual conference, um, and that's ratified by a simple majority of the members present at the conference voting. Mm-hmm. So it's a yay, you yay, know, a nay yeah. or whatever. Um, and normally, in pa- in the past, they have just read off the list of churches that have voted to disaffiliate all together 
and then they're voted all together. I have no idea if that's the plan this year or not. I hope that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that they wouldn't. But you know, it just, you don't know. Um, so at so then at that point, um, if if it's ratified, and I've said this a few times, but I'll say it again. Historically, up to this point. Um, no one has been denied the disaffiliation process at annual conference right. once the congregation has voted. Mm-hmm. The, the, the conference has agreed with the congregation in that mm-hmm. regard. Um, then, at that point, or soon thereafter, once it's ratified, we will have disaffiliation costs that we need to, we will pay to the conference. Um, and once that all of that is done, we then we will no longer be part of the United Methodist denomination. So if you really wanted to look at a give me a date when we're, you know, you know, I mean, at the latest, July 1st, Mm. you know, probably sometime in June. Um, And so that's kind of the process. So, again, we've started it. We've done the most important step that we can do. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of left um, our attorney will do some work. Uh, Of course, you know, Kristen, as our admin and the ministry board, will be doing some work, um, the conference will, and then annual conference. Yeah, so that's that's the official stuff. Was I boring you with all that? Like Josh just kind of glazed over. No, I'm I mean, that. you've just I know, heard it. I know it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but, but there's, there, there's plenty of people that you know at, hear, you know, conversations from one of us that that is missing a piece that the other one mm-hmm. has. So you never know sure. what it, what's filling in the gap for someone. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so that's exciting. So what happens after? <laughs> so Ju- you said Ju- the latest, July 1st. What happens July 1st? Which mm. I also don't want to say that we're not doing anything until July 1st. Well, no, and I was about to say because that. Because Easter's coming up quick. We have yeah. VBS coming up. We have our high school and middle school mission trips. I mean, we are like, when I started working. Our ministry's happening. Yeah, yeah I started working sure. at a church, and they said, hey, when summer gets here, it's chill. <laughs> we don't do it that way. <laughs> Summer is almost our busiest time yeah. with things going on. Yeah. So it's so I I'm curious. Like I want to know what what happens after July first, but I don't want to say I I really don't want to make people think that nothing's happening in, until like we're not we're not just waiting with our stuff. Right. All right. Now we right. have free pass to do ministry again. No. No. We're not no. doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I think two ways to answer that, and you've already hit on on one, is that first and foremost is ministry has been going on. Ministry will continue. Um, You mentioned uh, several things. Um, Our community groups will continue. Um, You know, we are—I'm working on message series um, as as we go forward. You know, all of the ministry of the church is going to continue and move on. I'm super excited that spring is upon us. Um, our community ministry partner, uh, Living Bridges, is going to start using our. Uh, we have a community garden mm-hmm. that actually an, an elderly man named Mr. Hammond took care of for several years, um, and he passed away uh, this fall. And we were going, what are we going to do with this garden? And we offered it to Living Bridges to come and take care of. It's already set up. It's got this giant, you know, raised buckets and mm-hmm. a watering system and all this. And we were like, they they have a, a garden ministry they're, they're doing, but here's this opportunity. And so I'm excited about that. So we're doing ministry. Mm-hmm. 
And um, that has, it's, you know, we haven't hit pause on that. We're nope. not going to hit pause mm-hmm. on that. And Living Bridges is coming and doing an egg hunt on our property. Yeah, they're going to be doing an egg hunt, I think, two weeks before Easter. Um, maybe, I, I don't have my calendar in front of me. Um, I want to say it might be, oh, uh, yeah, April 2nd. They have like a special just for their ministry. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to confuse that so with our folks. So that's next Saturday. Yeah, they're going to be coming out and, and, and using our, our grounds for, mm-hmm. for that really cool thing. So that's one aspect is what's going on or what will happen is ministry is happening and will continue to happen. Um, secondly, before July even gets here, before June gets here, before May gets here, before April gets here, and that's not too far away, um, there are things already in the works. Mm-hmm. So um, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I um, I put together two uh, exploratory groups. Have mm-hmm. we discussed those yet in here? I don't know. I have, have no idea if we okay, have or not. Right. So two exploratory groups that I've put together, um, made up of uh, ministry partners. And one group is tasked with, uh, looking at the pros and cons of, uh, aligning with the global Methodist church, which is, uh, the new conservative denomination that's forming that many churches will be aligning with. Um, it's very well known. It's been very, you know, out there, and we've we've seen a lot of the information and details. And so that group is looking at, okay, do we want to immediately align with another denomination? Um, mm-hmm. You know, what are the pros of that? What could be the cons of that? Um, and then the second exploratory group is has been tasked with looking at uh, what does it look like to be an independent church in close association with other. Uh, like-minded, you know, Wesleyan, um, you know, conservative, theologically uh, aligned churches, you know, what would that look like? So we've got two groups and they have um, been meeting and Mm -hmm. they've been having conversation. I've sat in uh, one meeting of each so far. They've both met once and they're, they're meeting again. Um, And then they're communicating a lot in email and text. So um, and I just tried to, I sit in there and I just take notes yeah. and I just kind of listen. I'll answer questions, but mm-hmm. I really just want to hear. Um, and then in May, they, those two groups are going to, um, come to our ministry board meeting and present what they have discussed and found. And, and if they have a recommendation, they can make one. Um, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily, you know, we're going to do it right away. It's just their opportunity to make a recommendation, um, and then the ministry board, you know, we have a, and we have a meeting coming up um, uh, next week, I believe. I have to look at my, again, I'm lost. It might be April. Yeah. Um, it's April. Yeah. So we have a meeting coming up where we need to kind of go, all right, we need to map out what the next steps look like. Mm-hmm. Um, how will we make this decision? Um, how do we want to weigh all the opportunities uh, do we want to have a congregational vote to determine where we go, or do we want the ministry board to say this is our this is where we're going to go? Because currently, that you know they have that authority. We have that authority to mm-hmm. do that, and um, so there are a lot of of things that I will say consume a good chunk of my um, thought mm-hmm. during the day. Yeah. Of I've got a whole lot of documents on my iPad that I'm constantly working on that are just different, you know, different things. Outlets, yeah. Yeah, well, just, you know, working on, you know, governance and, um, you know, checking out other organizations. Now, I do want to mention this. Um, So in the process of, you know, kind of 
sending out these two exploratory groups and saying, hey, go and research and read and find stuff and talk and meet and all that. Uh, in the, after that fact, uh, I came across um, an organization that I'd heard of, but I didn't know anything about. And, and we're really just in a kind of a, uh, I guess, a, in my own way, another kind of exploratory area where we heard there's a there's a denomination called the Congregational Methodist Church, mm-hmm. uh, which we are just now you know looking into as well. Um, when the UMC formed in 1968, when mm-hmm. the United Brethren Church and the Congreg and the Methodist Episcopal Church formed together, yeah, and kind of became this this big tent church. Uh, that's when the Congregational Methodist Church um, chose not to go into that and to remain um, their own at more traditional more uh, conservative in, right. in their in their doctrine and theology very Wesleyan mm-hmm. very um, you know I've had I've had time to look at their uh, they have a book of discipline and all those things um, but what's interesting about them and, and it's in the name is the congregational part mm-hmm. and that is that they are Wesleyan they are a denomination but the congregation has much more authority. It's more about the local church. Yes. It's mm-hmm. much more about the local church than it is about... A, it, it's not a large... There's not a large agency, a large mm-hmm. system um, above that mm-hmm. supports. But they're, you know, they, they do have... cover. There is a spiritual covering, and, and there is... Um, you know, a process by which, you know, the, the church is held accountable and, right, and those right, things. Right. So th- that's something that's very interesting. And so I've, I've given to both of those groups um, for them to look at that as well, because in one way or the other, it, it kind of meets yeah. both of their criteria. Yeah. Uh, one is a de- it is a denomination, so the denominational mm-hmm. group can look at it. Um, the independent side is more like the congregational side of the independents. Mm-hmm. And so for them to look at it as well. Um, so that's really interesting. Um, and I've talked to some of their uh, leadership, and, and um, they're, they're very um, yeah. positive, and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, wow. So they, they seem really keen on, on talking to us more. Yeah, so. and, and one thing, you know, you, you don't think about it. You think there's a lot of independent churches, even in Valdosta, mm-hmm. when there's not really. Like just yeah. because they don't have it on their sign well, or yes. in or in their documentation, there's a lot of churches that you would think would be independent or non denom. They're not. They're yeah. a part of a denomination, mm-hmm. and it's but they're more a part of something like a congr- like the Congregational Methodist, where it's a looser uh, association right. and it's more local church focused. So they so they don't have to put an emphasis on the denomination that they're a part of. Which I think the Baptist churches some. And I know that's a wide sweeping statement because there's mm-hmm. a lot of different Baptist yeah. There's a lot of sects. Yeah, um, but I would say that kind of. I mean, is, it from everything you've told me, it really, it really looks like it has a similar skeletal structure to the SBC, the Southern Baptist Convention, mm-hmm. but on I, a much, much smaller scale. Yeah, because it, it's not very large. I mean, it's it the, the Congregational Methodist Church is primarily in the in the south east of the u.s mm-hmm. but it is growing out but it's it's small comparatively to others i mean and, they'll probably pick up some churches yeah they might <laughs> they might and, and again we're not we're not definite or certain on any we don't know yet which way to go no. and if someone were to ask me right now i i wouldn't 
um, if someone were to say, Shannon, what do you want to do? I mean, you know, just like you and I were saying before we started recording, it's like, I, I think I have my opinion, but it could change. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, that's why we have these exploratory groups is to really take time to look at information and read, um, and, and kind of understand more. Yeah. And, and I mean, for me, I'm not in either of those exploratory groups, but what I'm doing is I'm praying for those groups to, to seek what God wants mm-hmm. for the porch, you know, and for sure. And not what, not what they want to see the porch do, but what God mm. wants the porch to do. Yeah. And, and, and that's, yes, and, I hear what you're saying. And I think that's what we can do as church partners. I think that's the most important thing we can do in this process. Mm-hmm. is pray for the people that are researching so so that they are seeking God's recommendation, not their recommendation. Right, right. Because we all, I mean, we all do it. Um, we need to be aware of it when we're trying to do the whole confirmation bias thing and just let me find information that confirms what I already think or what I already believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, let me read this and be challenged by it. Mm-hmm. And I would say as leadership, you know, we need to, you know, I want to make sure that I'm not going, okay, what's, what's the what do i prefer well it's not about it's not about me Mm-mm. um and so to have the mindset of what's best for the porch community church what's best for the porch community church five years from now 10 years from now mm-hmm. 25 years from now like mm-hmm. what what is best because the decisions that are made set set a course now it doesn't mean a course can't be corrected but if you don't have to correct a course then yeah. you, if you can start out um, I mean, if you if you walk on the narrow path that God lays, I mean, the yeah. e- even if you deviate a little little bit, it's mm-hmm. not near as wide as if mm. you if you don't start. Yeah, yeah. I mean the that's very true. The foundational work has with this has to be God centered, or it, or will probably crumble. Mm-hmm. Which we should if if God is not if it's not, if it's not Lord, God yes. ordained. Yes, that is definitely true. You know, something, one thing I wanted to mention out, mention that, um, and point out, I was trying to say mention and point out. So mention (laughs) out, um, that, and I think I'm, I think I said something last week, maybe the week before, and Josh, you've probably experienced this as well, but leading up to the vote, one of the things that, um, I'm very, very, very thankful for that happened was the, um, encouragement I got from people, uh, text messages, emails, mm-hmm. um, cards, um, just different, you know, conversation where people were like, Hey, you know, I'm praying for you, praying for the church, praying for, you know, this time. And that has been absolutely tremendous to mm-hmm. me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, walking through this you yeah. know and mm-hmm. i don't know if you've experienced that mm-hmm. as well but I have. it's just been super um helpful and and i pray that that uh continues and that that um frame of mind that we all have is still is the same and that we're like we're praying for our church we're praying about um who we will be we don't want to um you know, uh, it's not like suddenly you asked the question earlier, what's going to happen July 1st? Well, it's not like suddenly we're going to be a completely different church. We're going to continue being who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to continue being the porch community church, um, with that. I don't know how you want to say it like the, the personality that the church has, mm-hmm. um, the intentionality that we have, the desire we have to, 
to share Christ with our community. All of that's remaining. Um, I would hope and pray that it hasn't stopped <laughs> um, and that it just actually not just continues, but um, expands. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my, my hope in that, you know. So um, one of the questions, so you said what happens uh, July 1st. Um, you know, I will definitely say this. We have some work to do as the ministry board, um, the exploratory groups. We're definitely going to be meeting normally, again, <laughs> over the summer. There's not yeah. a lot of meeting and getting together, but that's not going to be the case for the summer of 2022 nope. uh, in regard to our leadership because uh, we want to present a path forward that is um, that we feel like is exactly where the Lord direction the Lord wants us to go. So, you know, as decisions are made, as opportunities to make decisions become available, um, you know, however that happens, we will most definitely, most definitely keep our ministry partners informed um, so that people don't feel out of the the loop. But I will say, and Mm -hmm. this is, I kind of, I'm going to kind of lay this back on our ministry partners. Mm Mm-hmm. We all know that once April and May hit, I mean, it, things get really crazy with schedules and proms and, and recitals and this and that and travel ball and all these things and then school's out and all that. Um, so as a ministry partner, and I know our communications, you know, our pastor, our media pastor is going to say amen to this, but you need to be engaged, uh, ministry mm-hmm. partners, porch community. You need to be engaged and making sure that you're reading emails. Yep. And that you're, you know, if a post comes to you or, you know, we have our texts now that we, we yep. only send out if it's you know, specific and important. Right. And um, make sure you're reading the information that we get to you because um, something could be very pressing or uh, timely that we want you to know about. And, and we don't want anyone to feel like they're in the dark. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm going I'm to share a little um, how the sausage is made um, tidbit of info. Josh. You have my full attention. <laughs> well, you know the answer. Okay. We know who opens emails and oh, I how do. much of the email yes, they read. I, it, it's, we get the analytics. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised what I know. <laughs> so it's like the reason I'm saying what I'm saying is because we know um, who reads information and who doesn't um, in in some respects. Not all of them. But, uh, it's you not, know. Y- yeah. It, we're it's, not Big Brother. It's but. specific to our content. Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of detail about our content and how it's consumed and who consumes it and for how long it's consumed. Yeah, that's that one's a little like weird. I don't know why I have that. If it's point three seconds in an email, you know, eh, I'm pretty sure that wasn't read unless yeah. they are speed reader. So. Yeah, like they give me analytics <laughs> to where if someone goes all the way down to the email, mm-hmm. like I know that. Yeah, I don't know why I need to know that. Now there's going to be people who just start scrolling. They just the end scroll of the just yeah. to. Should, you shouldn't have told that part. Yeah, but. <laughs> hey, it helps the analytics. There you go. So, yeah, that's why I'm saying what I'm saying is um, with this time of year, and because um, I do want us to have a pretty good, solid understanding of of what direction we're going in um, in the next couple of months, and I think that's I think that's the right thing to do. I don't think we need to be in limbo, right? Um, and so that's most definitely that's the one thing I'll say that I am I will be vocal about and i'll speak up about and not that i'm getting any pushback but in regard to our ministry board meetings and stuff is i want us to have a plan Mm -hmm. um you know by the time we are fully disaffiliated for us to know 
what our next step is. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's that's where I feel like my responsibility is, is to say we need to have a plan. Mm -hmm. So let's all together figure out, you know, what is God's plan? Let's make sure we're on track with him, but Mm -hmm. we we need to know it. So, yeah. Has has there been a timeline given out that you would, that we would like to, we, if we're going to affiliate with something, we'd like to do it by August 1st, or is there anything Mm -hmm. like that? Not yet. Not yet. Mm -mm. Uh, We were getting past the vote to to start having these conversations. We've already started the conversations, but now to do like official timelines Mm -hmm. and stuff like this, we need to get past the vote. Correct. Okay. Yep. 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 So we've got um, some board meetings coming up and we'll, we'll, We'll have some extra ones as well. Yeah. So, and some of them will be um, closed meetings because we just we need to talk um, some details and stuff. And others will be open for uh, ministry partners. And all um, the open ones, will, you if you read our emails and social, you'll know about. You'll them. know about. That's them. right. That's right. So, some will be more executive um, meetings and and whatnot. So, um, but wow. So that was a whole lot of of stuff about stuff. But yes, yes was was the uh, was the answer. So I, I wanted to share something that I actually posted um, uh, on, yeah, on Wednesday morning. I think it was Wednesday morning that I, I put out. Um, from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 20 and 22, um, it says this, Whatever God has promised gets stamped with the yes of Jesus. In him, this is what we preach and pray the great amen god's yes and our yes together gloriously evident god affirms us making us a sure thing in christ putting his yes within us and by his spirit he has stamped us with his eternal pledge a sure beginning of what he is destined to complete mhm amen to that amen amen to that so Anything else you want us to talk well, about? I just I just want to do a, um, you know, some a lot of people are really excited about the continued direction that God has the Porch Community Church on, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to kind of do a shameless plug. If you're excited about the continued direction, get involved. Join a serve team. Oh heck yeah, yeah. You know, seasons there's certain seasons for people to serve and certain mm-hmm. seasons for not and we're in a season change right now so look at your seasons and and see if joining a serve team e- even if it's for a limited time mm-hmm. is is right for you because every serve team in our church because people have been so faithful and served f- for not just the the coming on three years that we've been here, but the years and years that we were downtown, Mm -hmm. some people haven't stopped serving (laughs) consistently and their seasons are ending. Mm -hmm. So if every serve team on our campus is Mm -hmm. in, is in need of new people Mm -hmm. from tech to greeters, greeters, ushers, ushers, porch kids, we, we community group leaders, community group leaders, if, if you're excited about what God's doing in the Porch Community Church, we need you to get involved. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, very true. We most definitely, it, it's definitely that time um, for for any who have been going, you know, I'm just kind of hanging out. You know, I, I've heard from people who are like, you know, we've we've been here, but we've kind of been on the fringe because we weren't that keen on the whole United Methodist thing and, and mm-hmm. what we had read and what we had seen. So we're very excited of the direction the porches are going. 
And I'm like, that's great. So here's here's your opportunity now to kind of fully come alongside mm-hmm. and and um, do that. And and several of our serve teams, Josh, we don't have a requirement that you have to be a ministry partner. Nope. Um, you know, working with our kids, we definitely have. They're, they're, um, yeah, rightfully uh, so. Rightfully so. You you know, we do background checks and, yep. and all those things for the safety of our children. But several of our serve teams, it, it's a great way to step in and just find out more and be part of the church. I mean, and it's a great way to connect with people that you wouldn't normally connect with. Definitely. And you could stitch that on a pillow because people always say that, (laughs) but it's true. It is true. And you ask anyone who's serving and they'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, Easter's coming. I'm very excited. Easter's Um, coming. It's going to be a, we're going to need a nap after Easter, but it will be an amazing day. Yeah, I, last year was the first year we did a sunrise service. I know out that, on the front lawn. Last last year was the first time we had in person Easter. Easter. I know that's weird, <laughs> but it was really cool, and it was the first time I'd ever done a sunrise service. I'd never done one before. Really? So, yeah. So I love that we're doing a seven o'clock um, sunrise service on April seventeenth. That's Easter, and then our nine thirty and eleven as usual, mm-hmm. and then we've got our egg hunt uh, between ten thirty and eleven on Easter. Yep. Um, which our kids' pastor, Kristen, is putting together. Um, and speaking of exciting, uh, this coming Sunday is our student Sunday. Sunday, yep. And that's when we have a chance to um, hear from some of our students, and they get an opportunity to serve. And uh, we're still in our series yep. uh, that we're in called Whatever, looking at at these uh, characteristics that Paul talks about we should focus on. Mm-hmm. But in that, um, we're also celebrating um, our students and just the ministry that they have in mm-hmm. our church and our community. So, And I just want to speak from a tech standpoint. Mm-hmm. You don't, like a lot of people don't realize how much our students actually do. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have, and I'm going to talk from middle school to college because I have middle school students and I have college students on the tech team. Um, I even have one fifth grader. Um, I mean, they week in and week out, students are an integral part of mm-hmm. making sure not just Sundays happen, but every all the media that the church produces, a student is usually involved in some form or fashion. Mm. Yeah, whether, that's very true. Whether they're on a camera or you know the videos that Anna, Catherine, and Katie Lynn make for mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook, a student has their hand on almost anything that the porch puts out. Mm-hmm. And we're very blessed to have that. Most and, definitely, and, and a lot They're of churches awesome. and a lot of churches want to put students in, almost in like the back of the church, but <laughs> you know, like the back of the bus. But but yeah. at the porch, um, your leadership as lead pastor and Justin's um, leadership as student pastor has, and we've really created an environment that that really thrives to not only pour into our students, but mm-hmm. lift them up to leadership because they are the next generation they of the are. church, they are. if they're not the current generation mm-hmm. of the church. Yeah. And I would say to add to that, that, that sentiment, um, the Sunday after Easter, April 24th, is our Porch Kids Sunday. And let's and not so, even talk about how great Kristen is with our yeah. kids. So our Porch Kids are going to be part of that day, and it's going to be a really fun uh, service. So and it, I I love this time of the year when we kind of take take um, some opportunities to um, one give give folks an opportunity to serve and be a part, but also to kind of highlight uh, what what goes on and what has been happening for mm-hmm. those who might not know, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, so one step is over. 
there's still a little process, but a lot of that's going to be a little more happening, you know, and for other people to deal with. Uh, but it is a prayerful time. So, um, be praying for the leadership of the church. Um, I appreciate your prayers for me most definitely, uh, as we just kind of go, all right, God, where do you want us to go and how do you, what are the steps you want us to take to get there? And then just the opportunity to be a light and a witness for Christ in our community. That's really, that's most important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, regardless of association, affiliation, whatever you want to say, um, that's most important is to yep. be a church that uh, mm-hmm. shines the light on Jesus, and we definitely want to and, do that. And I think yesterday proved that. I think our yeah. church proved that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So exciting things, uh, busy things. Busy, exciting. Um, Jesus things. Yes, the most, most important, important part. <laughs> so, Well, I think that's all we have today. Yeah, and, and if you see the student's T-shirt on Sunday and you mm-hmm. want one and we're out, if there's enough demand, we will order more. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, Porch Community, community, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you soon and talking to you again. Have a fantastic week. Share Jesus wherever you go, because it, it's there's a it's a message that people want to hear, even if they don't know it. <laughs> and you could change their lives for eternity. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. We'll see you guys soon. See ya. Bye. See you. Bye. You've been listening to the One Sixty Seven Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.